Okay, Judith, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am so happy to chat with you today about manifestation and manifesting your dream life. All right. What would you like to know? So to kick off, do you just want to share a bit about yourself and your journey in becoming a manifestation coach? Sure. Um, it started with headaches, actually. And I ended up at this doctor's office who did nutrition. And she said, there's this guy in the back room. I don't know what he's doing, but he's tapping on heads and people are getting better. And I said, okay, sign me up. So I started going to Dr. Janer and I would ask him questions and he'd answer the questions and he'd give me an article to read, go read this book, go talk to this person, go take this class. And it just grew like that. So wherever my interest was, we would dive into that. So I started with energy healing and then from energy healing, I expanded out and went, okay, I don't technically have the license to touch. So how else can I use this information? Wait a minute. It's the same as manifesting. And so I started focusing on manifesting and I realized that I did it all the time. Hmm. And she's like, people don't realize that you're always manifesting. What you're thinking about, what you're feeling is what you're bringing to you. And that's basically what manifesting is. Now, if you have a tug of war between what you're thinking and what you're feeling, your feelings win. And most of the people are only conscious of what they're thinking about, not what they're feeling. So a lot of work that I do is to help you feel what's actually going on and then helping you neutralize it. If you can neutralize your feeling, then you're free because then you can choose anything. If you have an attachment or a resistance to something, that's actually controlling you. And you help people work through that resistance as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I use a lot of what I've learned in energy healing, which is why my coaching is so different than like a life coach. And can you share a bit about what is energy healing for those that don't know? Energy healing is setting an intention putting the energy towards whatever the intention is. In my case, I use a lot of love energy and a lot of peace energy. And then stepping out of the way to allow the universe to give you something better than you ever imagined. And you see a lot of people do hands-on energy healing. Yes. And if you put your hands on a certain spot on the body and it feels a little bit sticky, then you're in the right spot. If you just slide your hand over, then there's nothing there that needs to be released. But the sticky is sort of like going, me, 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 it's me, <laughs> come over here. And so you put your hand there and then you flood the area with love. And it just sort of goes, ah. Release. Yeah. So magical. Um, so that's the name for it. Is it Reiki or is that? A Reiki is a type different. of energy healing. Okay. I learned uh, matrix energetics. Matrix energetics. Okay. I have not heard about matrix energetics before. It's a lot of fun. What I like about it is it's very creative. Dr. Bartlett gives like 300 different ways to use it. And you've got all these ways to choose from. And you know it's the right one because it pops into your awareness and you go with it. And you have to learn to trust your gut. You have to learn to trust your intuition. And that's a huge part of all of this, is trusting your intuition. 
Because when your guides and the universe and all of that starts talking to you, they're not going to go, well, the next logical step is blah, 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 blah. They're going to be like, hey, maybe go for a walk. Mm -hmm. And you're going, "Um, but I've got to write this paper. No, 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 go for a walk. And if you sit down to write the paper, then it will be very difficult to get it out. If you follow the intuition and go for the walk, you're going to get the idea that you need. You're going to talk to the person that is going to open things up for you. You know, something's going to happen on that walk. And I'm not saying walk across the country. It can be a walk around the block, but listen to the intuition. And you'll know that it's intuition because it's a very soft whisper. You know, if it's something else, like if it's very loud and it's like, you should do this, that's not intuition. Intuition is just sort of this idea that floats through your head. You're going, oh, okay. Yeah, that might sound easy. It feels easy and in flow. Yes. Now, there's a difference between easy and ease. Okay. Ease implies that you're swimming downstream. You know, you're not swimming against the current. Ease, there's just a flow to it. Easy can imply to somebody, well, I don't have to use any energy to swim. I don't have to put my arms in the water. It doesn't work that way. It's all about ease, following the ease. There will be things that you have to do. There will be things where it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm thinking of doing this. But then it's just one step after another and there's an ease to it. And for people that say or that think that manifesting is continuously thinking about positive thoughts, is that true? Or not? There is a difference right there. You've got positive thoughts, but then you've got those feelings about those thoughts. So if you're going, I am strong, I am strong, I am strong, but you know that you're not, or you don't think you are, just imagine this little guy on your shoulder going, Who do you think you are? You're not strong. Oh my God. So you're talking against yourself. And in your heart, you're going, Oh, I wish I was. So all you have to do is rephrase it. And let's say you want to be strong. Well, what can I do to be a little bit stronger today? And what can I do to open the space up to allow strength in? What can I do to build it up within me? I'm asking questions. Questions give you a little wiggle room. And when you ask a question, not a yes or no question, it's got to be an open-ended where you can actually accept an answer. You ask this big question, like, what would it take to be even better in this moment? And then you're going, oh, and this random idea comes in and you follow that. Like when I asked that question, the thought that came to me was that I've got to string up my spine and just to lift up. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. It doesn't have to be a fight against yourself. If you have positive thoughts, yeah, it's going to work better for you because you're not focusing on the negative. However, if you've still got the negative running inside of you, it's not going to work. So 
here's an exercise for you. I want you to take an image of your brain and you're going to sweep it out. And you just, you take your broom, your vacuum, you know, whatever it is, leaf blower, sweep it out. All the thoughts, all the thoughts. Then because we don't like a vacuum, we got to fill it with something. So let's fill it with the universe. Let's fill it with divine spirit, God, whatever you want to fill it with ease, peace. And then you fill and you're going like, ooh, and it just sort of relaxes. It's so relaxing. Even the first part, when you said, you know, just like basically sweeping your brain, I I felt my body just like breathing. Exactly. Now, if you've got an ache or a pain, you can do the same thing. If, if your back hurts, sweep your spine out, sweep all the muscles mm-hmm. out, and then insert the ease. Insert God, insert the universe, insert the divine, whatever you choose. You could even insert a color. If you've got a color that represents ease to you, then insert that, like emerald green. This is so magical because I feel so peaceful already. And when you were saying, you know, insert a color or, you know, what are you sending uh, whether you're sending divine and everything that came to me was so natural. It was so mm-hmm. natural. I didn't need to think about a color. And it, and the color that came to me was pink, which isn't a color okay. I would usually choose. So Excellent. But so pink, <clears throat> pink is your color for this. Yes. Light pink or hot pink or... It was light pink. Okay. So you insert the light pink. You can even put gold glitter in it. What you're doing is you're getting you're getting rid of whatever that negative is. In let's see what book. The Power of Positive Thinking. Since we're talking about positive thinking, he talks about replacing your thoughts. So in his method, he goes to the Bible. Mm. So in Psalms, you would just read and absorb that message. But basically what he's doing is what you focus on is what you get. Mm. But what are we focusing on? We're focusing on sweeping out what no longer works and replacing it with something that feels better. I would suggest people do this like at least four times a day. Exactly. When you wake up, um, mid-morning, mid-afternoon, and when you go to bed. Yeah. You could do it before you do a phone call, before you do a podcast. It takes a minute. I think you can find a minute in your day. And I mean, I had, I've been in a calm energy yesterday and today, but doing this exercise with you right now, it put me in a completely different state. Okay. So what's the difference between the two? I feel like natural. I don't know if the, if that word makes sense, but that's the word that's coming to me now. It just feels like I'm in my natural state. Yeah. And when you're in your natural state, it seems like everything works for you. Yes. Even if the supposed thing working for you is 
supposedly negative. You know, it may not look good that you want to quit your job. However, it may be absolutely the right thing for you to do Hmm. because there's something better on the other side. Okay. Thank you. You explained that quite nicely. Yeah. So it, it could look like everything falling apart, but keep in mind that if you just keep going back to this natural peace, then your whole life could be like that. It, it doesn't mean nothing happens. Things happen. You know, there are tornadoes and there are tornadoes through life. How you approach it is really important. Let's take an actual tornado. Oh no, it's coming. Oh no, everybody hide. Ah, 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 ah. You've got all this angst coming through you. Or, oh, they just flashed the warning sign on the TV or the computer or wherever you're watching. You're going, hmm, what can I do about that? Well, maybe I'll go downstairs to the basement. I'll bring my computer with and I'll continue working down there. You are calm. If something happens, it's how you respond to it that makes the difference. A reaction is like, ah, I have this feeling. A response is, huh, look at that. Okay. I choose to behave in a certain way. I choose to feel a certain way. Like I talk a lot about vibrations and about high vibe. And I choose to be high vibe no matter what. Do I always get there? Probably not, but that's okay. Because I am human and I experience all of the emotions all up and down the scale. However, I know that I have power when I am in high vibe. Problem is, most people are in low vibe. And the tipping point between the two, low vibe is shame, blame, victimhood, um, depression, anxiety, even anger. And all of this is low vibe. You don't have power. It takes effort to get everything done. The tipping point is when you take responsibility for everything in your life. Even if you didn't quote unquote cause it, you played into it somehow. So you take responsibility, you start being grateful, you start being kind, you start looking for the peaceful moments, you start looking for things that are just like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. That is amazing. You know, you look for these sparkles in your life and it keeps moving forward and it keeps growing. And where's your focus? All over here. And where's your focus? On the gratitude. My daughter um, came to me when she was 19, 20, something like that. And she said, all the stuff I'm doing doesn't work. Teach me what you do. Now, as a mother, I'm like, oh, oh my goodness, this is so wonderful. She wants to know what I'm doing. <laughs> So we started weekly lunches. And when we're in the same spot, we still do weekly lunches. But the first thing I taught her was gratitude. And she would spend a half hour a night just being grateful. She's grateful for electricity. She's grateful for indoor plumbing. She's grateful for the trees. She's grateful for her relationship with me. She's grateful for whatever, whatever, whatever. And if it was a bad day, she would spend an hour being grateful. Wow. Now she goes through life grateful all day long. She's the happiest person I know. She took herself from depression and anxiety to really happy and life is working for her. That is incredible. And 
with the gratitude, does she write it down or does she just sit and think about everything that she's grateful for? Whatever. Some days she'll write, some days she'll talk about it. Now she does it all day long. Um, we were at a hotel and I fell and hit my head. And I called her and said, hey, come help me. First off, she's a brilliant healer. So she worked on my head. But I said, you're going to have to drive. She doesn't like driving. It was an unfamiliar city. And she had to drive on highways. And she's got visual spatial stuff. So that's not her favorite thing. But she did it. She stepped up to the plate. We listened to Taylor Swift the whole time. And she was just out loud going, oh, I'm so grateful that this merge onto the highway was so easy. And I'm so grateful that the drivers are leaving plenty of space between cars. And I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful. It was a very pleasant drive. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. That is such an incredible way to approach a situation that one may have been fearful in. Yes. Yeah. And the strategy was gratitude. Yeah. 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 One time I was babysitting um, for my other daughter and the two-year-old was in the room and the gratitude daughter called me. Ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. This is happening. Blah, 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 blah. What are you grateful for? And what are you grateful for? And I just talked her through it. And by the end of the phone call, she was back on track and she was doing good. I put the two-year-old down for bed that night and she started doing gratitudes. And we've done that ever since. Oh my goodness. Wow. But I can go to her. She's now 10. And I can say, give me 10. And she'll whip off 10 gratitudes. <laughs> <laughs> that is magical. Wow. What a gift. More, what a gift you gave her. Oh, thank you. The more you can find to be grateful about, the more sparkle you find in your life, the more brilliance what you focus on is what you get. So the more you focus on all of this stuff, the more you get things to be grateful about. Even when something doesn't go according to plan, you know, you can be having money problems and you're going, oh my goodness, I have money problems and I don't have enough to pay the bills and I can focus on that. And da, 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 da. That's all victim. While all of that may be true in this moment, what is also true is that you have your health. What is also true is that you have your eyesight. What is also true is that your voice works. What is also true is that your kids love you. What is also true is whatever else this is over here. Start focusing on what does work for you. And you can even go, all right, I've got this glass. All right, I'm grateful for clean water. And I'm grateful that I have a glass to hold the clean water. I'm grateful that the water is cool. I'm grateful that someone somewhere in history figured out how to clean dirty water. I'm grateful that someone invented glass. I'm grateful that someone knew how to make a knew how to make a glass. I am grateful that there's machines out there that can mass produce glasses so we can have them at a reasonable price. I'm and you can keep going down the road. I'm grateful that this glass of water created jobs. I'm grateful that plumbers are out there. I'm grateful that some kids decide not to go to college and decide to be in the trades because we need people in the trades. That is true. And oh my God, not everybody's cut out for college and that's okay. 
We don't want everybody to be the same. Follow what your passion is. If you love working with your hands, then do that. Find a trade that you can use that with. You know, if you decide that you want to work with water, there are so many different ways to work with water. You can find clean ways to, you know, ways to clean water. You can find ways to harvest water. You know, if you're in the desert, you can still harvest water. It's all about gathering it when you can. You can find ways to be a plumber. It doesn't matter. If you want to work with water, you can be a swimming instructor. You can be a deep sea diver. You can be a marine biologist. It doesn't matter. Now, the way to manifest is four steps. And it's just what, like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me give you a scenario. If someone, okay. we spoke about you, you said uh, about, we spoke about money for, for a minute. If someone okay. was wanting, feeling, I don't have enough money, I never have enough money. I need money. What process would they have to go through? What do they need to think about? How do okay. they manifest if more money? If you're focused on, oh my God, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I'm not going to have enough to send my kids to college. I'm not going to have enough to even buy the groceries this weekend. Oh my God. The underlying feeling is fear and lack. The fear and lack is a low vibe. Sweep it out and then switch your focus to high vibe which includes gratitude, which includes peace, which includes a whole bunch of other things, and focus on that. In this moment is not the same as this moment, and that's not the same as this moment. You used to feel fearful. Can you let that go? Is that something that you absolutely have to hold on to? And what event happened in your life that created this fear? And I'm not talking about the paycheck that just happened. I'm talking about going back in your history and possibly even going back generations. You know, if you go back generations, you can go, well, my grandparents were involved in the pogroms in Russia and they had to flee for their life. Now, if their children and then my parents and then me all had this fear running you know, underground, then it's going to be a different reality than if I'm going, okay, that happened using my peace and love that I'm throwing back into the generations. I'm going to calm down about what that was. And then you just let it go. You are living your life. You want it to be the best life that you can have. So what is it that you can do in this moment to create an even more magical life. And what are the next steps in the manifestation process? Okay. The first step is high vibe. We talked about that. The second step is to know what you want. You have to know what it is you want. If you don't know, then any road's going to take you there because it doesn't matter. You know, it's like going to the library and go, okay, I want to read a book. There's a whole lot of books to choose from. You know, but it's totally different if you're going, oh, I'd really like a mystery. And I'd really like it to be 1800s. Now we know what we're looking for. Right. You know what feeling you want to have. And that's the thing about knowing what you want. It's not the thing so much. It's the feeling you'll have by having that thing. Okay. When I got married, three of my kids moved home. The second time marriage. Three of the kids moved home. And my husband and I were like, all right, we're out. And we 
went down to Florida where my husband was from and we were looking for a condo. But before I had gone, I set the energy. I'm like, well, what's the feeling that I really want? And I just want to go, ah, I'm home. And so we're looking at condos. There were actually three feelings, but I'm looking at condos and we're like, yeah, whatever. I really want a house. No, I don't want a house. I really want to, you know, back and forth. On the third day, which by the way, for me is a long time, the real estate agent showed us a map and said, today, we're going to look at this area. I pointed to the map and said, that's it. That's the feeling. We went to visit and had the condo by the time we left. Wow. I knew the feeling I was going for. Okay. So you've got high vibe. You've got knowing what you want, which is basically knowing the feeling. Then ask and let go. Ask the universe and then let go. As long as you're holding on to it, the universe can't work for you. I've gone so far as to create dream boxes or God box or whatever you want to call it. You write down what what it is you want. And by the way, if you write it down, you get really clear on what you want and then just put it in the box and leave it. The next step is to do. Every once in a while, you go through the box and go, oh, that came true. Wow, that came true. And I didn't know that that's how it would manifest because how you think it's going to manifest isn't always how it manifests, but it was the feeling that you were going for. So you've got high vibe, knowing what you want, ask and let go, and then prepare to receive. Most people, are not ready to receive. And you're like, okay, well, if you want to take a gift, you have to put your hands out. You have to receive it. This means that you get prepared. You do all those things that get you ready. And then it just sort of falls in your lap in one way or another. Now, just because you say, I want a million dollars does not mean you're going to get a million dollars. What's the feeling that you want by having that million dollars. And the feeling is, oh yeah, I can take the weights off my shoulders. That can show up in so many different ways. Mm. It can show up as your friends going, hey, let me help you this month. It can show up as a new job opportunity. It can show up as a new business idea. It can show up as your kids doing their chores. It can show up as you winning the lottery. But you know, in order to win the lottery, you have to play the lottery. You have to play it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can show up that a great aunt that you didn't know about died and left you something. And even if that something is small, be grateful for it. Because it will lead to the next thing and lead to the next thing. Um, there's a book out there. I can't remember the name of it. But some guy started trading. And he started with a paper clip. And then he traded up and then he like for a pencil and then he traded up for something else. And eventually he got to a house. Oh, wow. So you just be grateful for the pieces that come to you and then move forward. So if someone was wanting to manifest a new job and they are in that process of asking and letting go, because, you know, sometimes it's that letting go part is so difficult because <laughs> it's like, but I want it, like, I hate my job and I just want, I want the new job. They, they're clear on what the job is that they want. Um, and okay, then- but you're talking about the job itself. 
What is the feeling they're going for by having the new job? And by the way, the universe will work in your favor by getting you fired sometimes. Oh, I've seen it happen. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so funny because people are like, oh, no. Instead, you're going, oh, yay, I'm free. If that you've got that momentary panic. Yes. But if you have a rule in your life that the universe has your back, then you know it's going to be okay. Yeah, it might be a little bit rough, but you know ultimately it's going to be okay. The universe has your back. So you freak out for 20 minutes. Great. Freak out. All right, now what can we do? I like the the process that you had mentioned of the dream box, writing mm-hmm. it down and dropping it in that box. Yeah. And and going on and believing that the universe has your back and being ready to receive. So if if someone was wanting to manifest that new job, what are some of the ways that they could be ready to receive? Go back and look at why they're having a difficult time in their job. You know, is it that they're complaining about somebody? Oh, if I'm complaining about somebody, then I'm getting more things to complain about. Stop that. Go and look and go, you know, this just doesn't light me up. Find something that lights you up. It could be totally unrelated to your job. If painting lights you up, go get some paints and some paper and or a canvas and start painting. Find something to build that excitement within you. You're going to have opportunities to have experiences. That's what life is all about is experiences. And use these experiences in your favor. You're looking for the experiences that you really true desire to have. And when you start having more and more of those, you're building your reserves and you're focusing on those feelings that you want. Have you ever had a job when you're just like, oh, I can't stand going to work? Yeah, I, I definitely did. The The interesting thing was for me, I couldn't say what it was about the job that I disliked. It was an energy. It was an. It wasn't like a person or an incident. It was an energy. My my energy was not aligning to the the job. I I outgrew it in a energetic sense. And at that time, I didn't know anything about any sort of energy healing or manifestation or any of that. I could just feel that my energy doesn't want to be here anymore. Okay. You had a relationship with the job. Yes. You understand that? Yeah. The same as when you're in a relationship with a person. Both people can be wonderful people. They just don't belong together. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. It's just there's a better fit out there. And and I got a much better fit. I received a better fit beyond my desires. If someone had told me, I would think that, oh, that sounds like a scenario in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) We're all living our own movie. And that's okay. Yes. We're living our movies. And guess what? You get to write the script. We do. Yeah. um, I've got one of my books. Ah, yes. Lover. Bring your book boyfriend to life. And what I did was I scripted my husband. That is incredible. 
I wrote a journal about 14 months before I met him. And I started writing letters to him. And I would write them before I went to bed at night so that my subconscious could work on it at night. And I talked to him as if he was already here. And I just told him about my day and I asked about his day. And you have to be really careful what you write about, though. Because I wrote and I said, I don't know if you're into politics or not, because my acceptance is a mile wide, but I'm really not into politics. And then that was just one line in the whole thing. Politics is my husband's soap opera. He loves it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, you got that covered for us. Um, But I would go through and I'd say, hey, I had a date one time with a guy who was drunk and that was really uncomfortable. I prefer to be with someone who's sober and da, 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 da. My husband was in a party phase at that point. He had to get done with the party phase before he would meet me. Everything you scripted is what your husband basically came to reality 14 months later. To the point that 10 years prior, I had, I remember this so clearly. I was mad at my first husband and I was like at the chiropractor's office. And I was like, my next husband's going to be a chiropractor. There's like really emphasis. So there, there was a lot of emotion in it. There was motion and there was repetition, emotion, and motion, REM. So I didn't have the repetition because it was like one blast into the universe. I met my husband second night. I was like, wait a minute. I remember saying I was going to marry a chiropractor. And he said, I am never getting married again. And he's a chiropractor. And I sat back and went, I felt the energy. And I said, well, I am. You know, and then we got married. It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> so we, we call him my naked chiropractor. Because I can wake him up at two in the morning if I have a headache. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He'll adjust me. Oh, that is that is incredible. Wow. I think that is such a great great process for one to go through if you are wanting to manifest your partner. And oh yeah. Please continue. Well, um I was I was um reading another book. Um there's a hole in my love cup, Sven Erlinson, and he had a process in there where you have divide the paper into three sections. The top section is absolutely must have. The middle section is willing to negotiate on. And the bottom section is, oh, hell no. And so you just put your requests in there and you write it out. And then you go on a date or you go to a job and you're going, okay, that wasn't quite it. And then you adjust and you'll find a deal breaker that you didn't know you had. Great, you found it. Write it down. You'll find an opportunity that really lights you up that's so far out of your field that you're like, what? But does it have your essentials in it? Does it match your values? And that then if the opportunity comes, it sort of just like tickles the back of your brain and you're going, hmm. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I'm gonna try that. <laughs> <laughs> And how long I dive in? Is it is there like a a, action, a time frame for manifesting, or is it when you are ready, it will come? It's how prepared are you to receive? Okay. 
the more you clear out the old programming that no longer works, and the more you fill in with new programming, the more you focus on the high vibe instead of the low vibe, the more you're accepting instead of criticizing and judging. These are ways that it'll come in faster and faster and faster. A couple of weeks ago, I had the thought, oh, I'm going to call my son and daughter-in-law and have them bring the baby over. And then I went, no, I don't really feel like staying home. Okay, fine. That was brief thought that went out there. 15 minutes later, they called me and said, hey, we're going uptown. Would you like to come? And I'm like, that was fast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Harvard just came out with a study and they said that thoughts don't go through to somebody else, you know, doesn't go through the universe, that the other person is picking up on facial cues or whatever. Well, if that was true, how did that happen that my son called? Yes. Hasn't ever said something doesn't mean it's true. Try it out for yourself. And for someone that they want to try it out, how would how do they determine first step? How do they determine what they truly desire to manifest in life? It doesn't matter if you want to manifest peace at the dinner table with your kids, or if you want to manifest a better job, a better relationship, just start writing a list. Hey, I'd like a red dress. Write it on your list. You know, I would like, I'd like to have beautiful lips like you. Thank you. All right, write it on the list. <laughs> yeah, I may choose down the road to do something about it or not, hmm. but it's on the list. I don't have to think about it anymore. Now, if you have like one thing that you want and you obsess over this one thing, it might not work for you. I know people say focus, 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 but it might not work because there's something better. And so the idea is just to get the flow of ideas going and get the flow going and the flow and the flow. Um, On one of the weekly lunches, we were walking and my daughter um, was asked the question, if you had no limitations. Money wasn't a problem. Time wasn't a problem. Energy wasn't a problem. You know, every available resource was yours. What would you like? She went on for an hour and a half. She has the flow moving. Ah. She just recently sold her house. Everybody that was, all the realtors were like, no, you can't price it that high. And she goes, I know I am anyway, because I am going to sell it at this price. Oh no, you should price it down here. She's like, no, I'm pricing it up here because I'm going to settle here. Two days ago, she sold the house at the exact price that she wanted to sell it at. It took her longer than she wanted, but she asked the universe for a family that would love the house as much as she did, that would appreciate the house. And it just took them a little bit of time to come. That is amazing. That is amazing. That is and I think that the more you practice, you be you know maybe writing down or journaling what your desires are, um, the more in flow you would be with it. Eventually, you'll figure out that there's a common denominator for your desires. Well, I want this, this, and this, and this. But by having all of these things, I will really have this little bubble of excitement. And then you go, oh, that's what I'm really going for. I'm not really going for these things. I'm going for that feeling of that That's bubble crazy. of excitement. And then the universe is like, all right, let's give it to you. You can have it here. 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 But and now you know what you truly desire. 
Yes. And I also sometimes when I'm when I'm thinking about everything that I want and I think to myself, if everything came, everything that I wanted mm-hmm. came true, would I be ready? And if I'm not, if my answer is no, then it's like, okay, what are some of the things that I need to start doing in order to be ready for when it comes, when my wish comes true? Well, that's a question. That's a question that applies with the receiving part of it. Are you ready yes. to receive it? And if you're not, well, why not? What is it that you can do? What's holding you back? What thought do you have that is counter to receiving? And it could be, oh, I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. Mom always said, blah, 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 blah. Dad always did, da, 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 da. And do you think it's best to journal all of these, like the thoughts? Because maybe if if you feel like your manifestation is taking long to arrive, is the best way to journal out, you know, what are, what are some of your beliefs about it? Why do you think it would, if it's taken this long? Journaling is a great way to do it. Working with a coach is a great way to do it. Because the coach will see things differently. Mm. You only know what you know. True. And then also, you're going to start seeing patterns. Like if you start going, oh, I've been complaining for five days. What's the real issue here? (laughs) Real issue may be that you have a backache. And so you're going, okay, let's deal with the backache first. And then I can get the brick of gold. (laughs) True. And the backache. Dealing with it may look like I'm going to start doing some exercise. I'm going to start stretching. I'm going to go get a massage. My husband's going to massage me. In my case, my husband will adjust me. (laughs) (laughs) But if I'm so focused on what's going on, then I can't really be focused on where I would like to be. Yeah. When you have an open slate, the universe can provide so much for you. I was uh, filming and we rented a space in a community house to do this. And at the beginning, I said, God, please speak through me. That's what I say before I would talk, before I teach, film, whatever. And as I'm talking about the importance of being calm and not letting things ruffle you, the dance rehearsal for the talent show started in the room below us. And it was so loud. (laughs) And this music just blasted up. I started laughing so hard. And I was like, I could have gotten mad. I could have gone down the road of, well, we rented this space and blah, 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 you know, whatever. But this music started. And I was like, what else is possible? I'm going to go talk to the janitor, see if there's another room. Went, found the janitor, ended up in the art room, which aesthetically is not better, but energy-wise and sound-wise was fabulous. And so something even better came along, even though it didn't look better. Thank you for sharing that. I am I'm so excited to go and start manifesting. And these tips and techniques that you shared were so incredible. So just to recap, the manifestation process is to, number one, be high vibe. Yes. Number two is know no, what it is you would like to have, and specifically in terms of the, the feeling. feeling. Okay. And then number three is ask and let go. let go. 
mm-hmm. and consider having a dream box. And then the final is to be open to receiving. Yes. Yes. And the most important thing, if you're just starting on the journey, the absolute most important thing is the beehive vibe. The higher your vibe, the easier the whole process is. You can have something happen because you thought it and felt it. Or you can have, which is high vibe, or you can have something happen because you struggled and, oh, this is so hard and I had to put so much effort into it. You know, So focus on the high vibe and do the things that make you feel better and better and better. And this is where movement comes in and meditation and the sweeping exercise. Love that exercise. Thank you. Thank you for taking us through that. Loved it so much. And just there's a whole slew of things that you can do for high vibe. Start there. The better you feel, the more ease you will have. That is incredible. Thank you so much. So for someone that wants to take this journey with you, Mm -hmm. so I know if they can purchase your book, definitely if they want to manifest their a relationship into their life. Ah, tell us about surviving your teenager. Yes. And being happy anyway. Amazing. So I've got two books. All right. And we, so we'll drop the links down below in the show notes, definitely on where to purchase the books. Um, And then where else can we find you to work with you? Do you have any up and coming programs or workshops? Um, It's judithjoy.com. And I know intuition does not make sense. And this summer is one of those things. I got the intuitive hit in June to basically stop working unless someone approached me. And I'm like, okay, for how long? <laughs> <laughs> and I w- um, got the thought, or was told, four months. And I'm like, okay, that's June, July, August, September. September, it started feeling like nervous. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, I'll commit to four months. But we'll see, you know, and and something wonderful is going to happen at the end of four months. So where normally I would be teaching a lot, if someone comes to me and says, hey, we'd like to have a class, I'll get uh, 10 people together. Great, we'll do a class. But the intuition is telling me that I'm not reaching out. I'm like, okay, this is a different way to do the business. And are you doing one-on-one coaching? Yes. Or when someone reaches out as well? Someone reaches out. This last week, I had four clients, and I'm like, okay, sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> no matter if I have one client, it's like, wow, this is great. If I have 10 clients, wow, this is great. It does not matter. Everything is wonderful. Everything is wonderful. And it was so wonderful for you to come on the podcast. Thank you so much. This was such a great episode. I have learned so much, and I can't wait for everyone to try out all of the techniques and definitely get you get your books to manifest the person of their desires and the life of their desires. Thank you very much for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And have a high vibe life. Ah, amazing. Definitely.